0: Hello, everybody. This is Jared Albrecht, the Yard Sale Artist, welcoming you to yet another Long Box Crusade New Year's Eve countdown special. I'm out here in the cold, standing outside LBC headquarters. I want to let you guys know that I really appreciate you spending your New Year's with us here at the Long Box Crusade. And as usual, I'm going to give you that timestamp so you know just when to play this episode, so it'll sync up with your midnight countdown. So in just a few minutes, I'm going to go into the LBC headquarters through our patented squeaky door, and as soon as you hear the door stop squeaking, go ahead and press pause on this episode. And then you'll want to unpause it whenever it is 10, 59, and 16 seconds, wherever you are on this New Year's Eve. So once again, I'm going to go in. You're going to hear the big squeaky door. As soon as you hear it, stop squeaking. Just go ahead and pause this and go about your business. And then whenever it's 1059 and 16 seconds p.m., wherever you may be on this New Year's Eve, click unpause and the episode should sync up perfectly to the midnight countdown. And I hope you guys have a wonderful new year. Thank you for spending another one with us. It means a lot to us. Now I'm going to head inside and... Here comes that squeaky door, so don't forget to pause when it's done and then unpause at 10:59 and 16 seconds. I'll see you in the party. Oh my goodness, folks. We are back. It is time for another New Year's Eve party here at LBC headquarters. Woo! What's up,
1: Pat? Hey, hey, Jared. Woo, woo, woo! It's party time. I got my ice.
0: The only time is welcome. The only time is welcome. Exactly.
1: I got to live it up with my ice. It's always Ah, nice.
0: That is right. I am Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist. On this episode, I'm known as DJ. Death Probe, and joining me as always is my best bud, and for this episode he's DJ DJ Christados. we're gonna count down some stuff for you excited to count backwards, Pat
1: uh, yeah, I, I think I can count backwards, let I me mean, just see <laughs> 10 15, 7,
0: you know what you work uh, on that real quick, I am gonna say, t- oh look, there's um, I see Kathy over there, oh hey yep, there's, oh there's Jason, <laughs> Jason <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's breakdancing
1: <laughs> Clinton Clinton, yeah. Can you give me some more ice? Oh, it's it's getting ice a little machine. low, Clinton. I need a little more ice. It's in the basement, right? The ice yeah, basement. it's in the basement, Clinton. Yeah, yeah.
0: Just the ice comes out, though, not <laughs> <laughs> We never let him up. We never let him up for the party. We should let him out for the party this year.
1: Well, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see. see.
0: I saw Delvin here. Um, who else was here? Alan was
1: here. Alan saw was
0: him here. over there. Uh, Mary Jane, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yep. Mary Jane and Rick are in a heated game of foosball with the foosball table. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Joe's taking the spot right now, spinning the tunes while I'm. Oh really yeah, talking to you. Joe's on the ones and twos over there. Man, it's just another great New Year's party, man. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I just see Jonathan and Maggie just walked in. Uh uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I think I see Jonathan is carrying with him a vintage Nintendo Entertainment System. What? Yeah, the old NES from back in the 80s. And that is going to be pretty important because we're counting down, folks. We are counting down the top 20 Nintendo games, the original Nintendo Entertainment System Mm. back in the mid-80s as voted on by all of our wonderful folks out on Twitter again, I put this out way back in like the spring and boy, people had opinions and the votes came flooding in, we got hundreds of responses, retweets so we got a lot of data that I had to comb through, Pat had to make a
1: spreadsheet Yeah a big, big comb you needed, and you're like, Pat, I need more combs, and I'm like, what do you need the combs for, Jerry? <laughs> I'm combing through data, combing through it.
0: <laughs> well, Pat, I think we should just start counting these things down. I think yeah, we should.
1: I think we should, and then it'll get us close to, to midnight here.
0: Yep, yep, we'll count it down to midnight, and let's find out what the internet more specifically like our twitter followers and all those nice people who retweeted and some twitter strangers and all that all that culminated that culmination yes sir into this top 20. so let's kick it off with number 20. number 20 is ninja gaiden It's a guided pack. That game,
1: everybody remembers one thing about it: hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't. I don't think I've played it a lot because either it was hard or not a lot of people had it where I'm from. Okay. Oh, only only a few people had that game, and the ones that did, it was hard. It was, but you know what else it was, Pat? Speaking of
0: culmination, it was the '80s. It was mm-hmm. Nintendo. And it was ninjas. It's like a Venn diagram of success right there.
1: True, true. There's a lot of ninja action going on in the 80s. Yeah. You can not get away from the ninja action.
0: Mm-mm. Nor did I want
1: to. No, no. Everybody, I think everybody wanted to be a ninja at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I was a ninja for a good uh, six or seven years there
1: in the well, 80s. Hmm. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't see you. <laughs> of course you didn't. <laughs> oh, is it just... Ow! Oh, good stuff.
0: All right, Pat, I'll hand it over to you for number 19.
1: All right. Coming in at number 19 is a sequel to another bigger game that's probably on the list. Yeah. <laughs> I would think this, the bigger game is on the list, but here's a good one. It is The Legend of Zelda, number two, Link's Adventure. adventure a totally different retake Mm -hmm. on the original top down now you have a side scrolling you know we talked about ninja guy being hard link adventure was kind of hard too it got me frustrated i mean i had it and i'm still frustrated by i had it too pat and i
0: ended up beating it in 2000
1: Okay, so years down the road, years, years, down, years like years. I had, I had it
0: by about like 1988, 89, and it, and I played it, but it was like some of that stuff was just to have to figure out how to move forward, just was bonkers, and then mm-hmm. I probably cheated and printed out a strategy guide and just played it, <laughs> but
1: still was a good game, you know, which was more available, your access to kind of getting hints and all that, a lot easier now. Mm-hmm. Than it was back then, because if you didn't have a strategy guide. Nintendo Power was around. That was the only way you were going to solve this mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, the two is you could call in a number.
0: Oh, that's right. The hotline number. A
1: hotline, and they would tell you, okay, we're well, going to start caring. First, got to give me your $20. <laughs> I've never called a hotline number <laughs> for a video game. Have you? Well, you know, I know I've never called a number, but back in the day, Jared, we had to sing that was called BBS Lines I don't know if you know what those it's like the internet before the internet what the BBS Lines I would dial in to the LucasArts servers so I could figure out how to play certain games like I was getting stuck on an Indiana Jones one of the Indiana Jones computer games at the time and so you would have to dial in to their servers and then you could kind of text based around it. it was kind of like dial up it was using dial up to get into it and what I would actually I'd have to do it because we didn't have a modem at home I would do it at work I worked at a dealership they're closed now so I'm not going to get in trouble anymore but <laughs> you're they, probably the reason why they're closed <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no 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 after work I would you know they had because they would dial in and get parts and things like that <laughs> I'm like oh I can dial in this BBS line ah, ah. and dial in to the the servers and you know get off what I need and anyway <laughs> look, why is our motor bill so and high <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: well
1: and you wouldn't play it but you could go into right it's
0: all about going and getting yeah it was all text and you. Just wow that's the nerdiest thing we've ever talked about but i still love it yeah i mean say it, the nerdiest thing we've ever talked about on the long box you're saying that's second say something.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah that's true that's true but man I remember too, just watching friends playing this game. They always say this one's kind of the oddball one, right? Uh-huh. Of, the, yeah. of the link stuff, but I think it's pretty good. and challenging, so and that's what you want. You want a challenging game. I agree. Well, with that, let's get into number
0: eighteen. Number eighteen is just a straight-up stone cold classic. It's no frills and it's simple, but it's fun and it's called Kung Fu. Kung Fu, high kick, low kick, high punch, low punch. That's about it, if I remember correctly.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to think. Kung Fu is the one where it's Kung Fu guy, and you're just walking left to right, right? You got it. I don't remember if I played that on the NES. I may have maybe rented it Mm -hmm. to play it, but I do remember my first time playing Kung Fu was on an Apple computer in the school library, the the middle school library. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, not on the, no. But you know what I mean I remember playing it on because you had to put in the big floppy of uh, Kung Fu and he,
0: yeah. yeah yeah man Kung Fu I remember playing it too like uh, games NES games were hard to come by for me in from 87 to 90 because I lived in Germany so they're hard to mm-hmm. come by so I remember I was like babysitting at this time mm-hmm. I was babysitting for this family and they had Kung Fu like anytime you saw a game you hadn't played yet it was like what you know? yeah, let me try this Oh, I remember playing some Kung kind of
1: Fu. It's a tough game, too.
0: Yeah, it is, but it's it's fun. I like when you fight the little leprechaun dudes. The, <laughs> you can't hit them with a high kick or
1: a high punch. <laughs> All right, well, if you're going to do some Kung Fu fighting, let's go ahead and take that kind of an action and move it into number 17. And coming in at number 17 is Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior is the Americanized name for the Japanese version, which is called Dragon Quest. Now, later on, they changed it to Dragon Quest, and it just continued to be Dragon Quest now. And I think they're up to... 12 is coming out, or something like that. I know 11. I got 11, and some of the older older ones as well. But, man, I remember playing this game, too, on the NES for Dragon Warrior, and just finding the love for this. You know, RPGs, that's my love. Mm. When we talk about NES, yeah, you got Super Mario and you got, you know, all these other ones that'll probably come up and I'll go like, oh yeah, (laughs) probably. I love me some RPGs. Them telling a story, you know, building your character, the hack and slash and the turn-based, I love it. And so this was one that I spent a lot of time playing. I never beat it yet but it's on my list to beat. So hopefully, maybe by then I'm beating it, or it will be beating it soon. Mm.
0: It's a big part of what goes on in this house because my wife, Johanna, she's a big Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest player. I think it all started here. She had a subscription to Nintendo Power, and I want to say Nintendo Power, like an issue came with Dragon Quest. Yes. Or I'm sorry, Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior and to this day that's i think why a lot of people like the first one the best is it was very prolific there's four of them on the nes yeah and three and four are hard to find i have found them Mm. but one is the one that everybody knows because i I said it came with an issue of nintendo power so yeah yeah but yeah she's a huge dragon quest that's her number one franchise she plays all those and there's been
1: so many spinoffs too there's been tons of spin-offs. yeah there's a lot of oh different my. spinoffs that kind yeah. of have come out too but the the main line the main dragon quest
0: line mm-hmm. yeah. well folks let's keep dragons in mind as we roll into number 16 our number 16 game on the list is double dragon part two double dragon man people love it pat people love it and double dragon 2 oh that was a fun one there i'll beat them up there will
1: yeah you know mash them up button bashing beat them ups
0: yeah i think like because it's the second one and they were are kind of learning the the software and the hardware i think like technically it's a little better than the the original double dragon i like them both
1: it wasn't one that i played a lot of whether the first or the the second so again it not my cup of tea, but I'm sure it's somebody's. Good yeah, butt it's, you know, it's a great thing.
0: buddy game, you know, to sit on a couch and just yeah. you know, beat up with a buddy, you know? It didn't have any buddies. Oh, that's why you're an RPG guy. Nice. Yeah. That's sad. It is. Mm, I guess we should go to number 15. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it is sad that I played that it didn't have anybody to play with. And for this one, too, I never had anybody to play with either. And that is Double Dragon number one. The first Double Dragon. Dragon have you played it here Have you played it with a buddy
0: of course I have and I'm glad that it cracked the top 15 it's a great game now I have more experience with it in the arcade and the arcade version was a little more robust than the NES port but I distinctly remember again living in Germany we had the bowling alley on base and it had a few arcade machines in it one of them was double dragon Man, me and my buddy Steve would go to the arcade with just rolls of quarters, man, and just because it was a quarter hog, oh, mm-hmm. you know, that's what it was designed for, right? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. we just plunk a man until we finally took down Double Dragon. So, yeah, I played it a lot, but a lot more in the arcade than on the NES. Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I played much of it. it just wasn't, just, my, just sad, wasn't my thing, but sad, definitely, bad. yeah. Hmm, well, I guess we should move to 14. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Coming in at number 14 is Mega Man 3. mega man is a series that's near and dear to my heart pat because delvin used to come over to my house and like it was a ritual to pop in a mega man game. like we started at like one and then we two three i think there's six on the NES, and then we played the ones on the super NES, and then we played the ones on the disc-based systems like it just kind of became this ritual whenever delvin would come to visit Take down a Mega Man game. Let me rephrase that. He would take down a Mega Man game. <laughs> As he has the patience for that kind of stuff. Cause you know, Mega Man is very, it's very precise. Okay. You know? He has the patience for it. I'm more of a sit back and kind of think strategy with him. Like I just think this we should try this or, or that, you know, but he's the hands-on guy. But yeah, Mega Man 3, honestly, of all the Mega Mans on the NES, they kind of start blending together for me,
1: but still awesome. I was going to say I couldn't tell you which one it was. What was going on with it? It's it's a Mega Man. I'm sure he's fighting some Doctor Wily, more than likely. Some guy.
0: <laughs> to me, the standout one. There's a standout one on the NES, and it's gonna it's show gonna up. show up eventually. <laughs> but Mega Man Three gets the number fourteen spot.
1: Coming in at number thirteen. Finally, <laughs> this is here. You know, I thought. We would never get here it was just a fantasy i didn't know what was going on i'm like when is this one coming up it's got to be on here somewhere but it's here jared it's here and you know what it is i can probably guess but tell the audience it's final fantasy game takes me back to just like Dragon Warrior when this one came out being able to play this thing just night and day you know I'd come home from school summertime I'd be playing this game just trying to beat it another tough game a great RPG really a a, a JRPG that was ported over Mm -hmm. Man, just to play these games if I remember right and I've been doing a lot of studying on on. RPGs lately over the last year or more because I want to get you know trying to get back into this, uh, you know beating that bat log of games that I have and it's mainly RPGs. Dragon Warrior came out first before Final Fantasy. Mm. actually came out first in America oh. and I think several months later, Final Fantasy is released and that kind of took the world by storm at that point as well oh. too. The
0: only I heard this story, it's a, it's a tale, I don't know if it's true, but it sort of sounds nice. I heard that the software developers who were making uh, Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. their software division that they were working in was actually about to be closed down, and they said finish whatever game it is you're working on and move on to the next thing, and that's why they called it Final Fantasy, that, that was going to be their last game. And, oh, my, it was not the last
1: Final no, man, game. <laughs> it opened up, you know, Square, Square Enix. Yeah. But,
0: uh, I, I'll always associate it with the amazing Spider-Man because that's kind of the same way Spider-Man came to be. It was an amazing fantasy, and they knew they were putting out their last issues, and that's when Stanley was like, I always had this idea for a spider character. I'm going to toss him out there, you know,
1: and then boom. Mm-hmm.
0: So to me, it's like Final Fantasy the same way. Like, this is your last game. Well, well, here it is. Boom. <laughs> <You know>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the storytelling that's being done in these is well done and just keeps you enthralled in wanting to continue to play it. And you know, let's say you beat it, but I'm always a sucker for the good stories in these games. Well,
0: that's good stuff, Pat. Coming in at number twelve. I hope you're not looking for a great story uh, because it's number twelve. Duck hunt. Oh, duck hunt. <laughs> i mean duck hunt pat it was a pack-in game with the nes it was the you know learn to use the zapper it's the quintessential zapper game of the nes era Uh, it's just everybody kind of had it because it was like it was a pack-in game uh, Mm -hmm. and it's just fun and I think the most exciting thing about it is when you realize that you could control the duck's movement with the second controller plugged in. So oh if you're playing with a friend, you could kind of like try to juke him out as the duck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Duck Hunt comes in at number 12. Pat, what do you got on Duck Hunt? Just like you, you know, it was that built in game that you got with the guns. And so you and your friend just pew, 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 shooting at the TV, shooting those ducks down, and fun, fun game. And I was never good at it either because uh, just got no good hand-eye coordination and so that's what gets me.
0: Well, I tell you what, Pat. Duck Hunt, this number 12, is going to serve as a public service announcement to everybody out there who's listening. Yeah, especially if you like these old games. This is the whole reason, Pat, why I still own a 27-inch tube TV out in my man cave. Because mm. these old light gun games do not work on modern television. You have to a yeah, tube yeah. TV. So... Uh, that's why tube TVs are still kind of around and people still buy them on the eBay and stuff is because retro gamers especially need them for the light gun games. You can't play Duck Hunt on a modern TV. Mm.
1: Tube TVs and tube tops. People they like that. They
0: go together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of things that go together, bat. All right, coming in at number 11 is a game that came out with a Luna known handheld game. Device. It was built in just like the duck up was built into it. This game was built into the handheld. Well, it came with the handheld, let's put it that way. And it is Tetris.
0: for Delvin, yeah, you know what, Pat? You mentioned yep. that it came with the handheld, that's definitely how it's remembered. But it was on the NES, and oh my goodness, Delvin, oh yeah, yeah, spent well, I mean, hours at, in my uh place in college just playing Tetris just on the
1: NES like, hours. okay, okay. See, I would my I guess that's why I associated it with the Game Boy because, yeah, it was the pack in game with the yeah, Game Boy, that, yeah, that's what that's the way I remembered it. Uh, just sitting there, I would have the Game Boy with the, you know, my, you know, eight double A, triple A or whatever. <laughs> double A batteries all slashed in there trying to play <laughs> it at lunchtime or during study hall. You'd play right. that, but that's the way I remember. I don't remember much on the on the NES, but I do remember on the Game Boy.
0: Yeah, there's actually a couple different versions of it on NES. There's the authorized version with the Nintendo seal of approval. And then there's the Tengen, you know, the rogue ones with the black carts with the little, they're the little yeah, 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 shape yeah, yeah. black Tengen did yeah. uh, a Tetris version. Oh. Yeah, there's some fascinating documentaries about Tetris, and you know, it came from Russia. There and price how difference? Know. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't Which know. I didn't occurred? buy either one of them new back in the day. I, I don't really know if there's price difference between Tengen games and Nintendo games. I imagine they're probably similar, but whatever. Mm. Tetris, man, Tetris. You play it long enough and you close your eyes, you'll see those shapes just falling <laughs> still with your eyes closed. Trust me, I know. Uh, well, was what, folk- the highest level you got up to? Oh, jeez. I, I remember on the Game Boy, especially, like, the higher the level you got of larger and larger spacecraft that you would see launch. And I, I got all the way to see the Space Shuttle launch, so it's mm-hmm. got to be pretty high. I think they did that on the NES as well. I, you know, I'm trying to remember... Delvin was really good at it. He, like I said, we play for hours when we'd come over. Hmm. Yeah, he would pick up that controller and pop in Tetris, and, you know, we just... <laughs> that'd be the evening for us. Wow. What? And that is in no way, you know, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time to crack the top 10. We have made it, Pat, to the top Ooh, 10. Wow. All right, coming in at number 10. I promised you he'd be back. It is Mega Man, and... To me, this is the standout one of the first six on the NES. It is Mega Man 2. So, Mega Man 2. I know you said you weren't a big Mega, 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 There were six of them
1: on (laughs) the... So you're saying there were six of them on NES? Six on the just NES. Just on the NES? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wow. Just for
0: some reason, I always think of two as the standout uh, one. And then, again, definitely Delvin beat it. I was there. <laughs> 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 but yeah. To me, I really like it because I think it has the best music. Uh, you know, I probably just yeah, played yeah. the sample as we were transitioning there. But yeah, I like the music. And just, I don't know. It was, for me, it's just one of the most memorable ones. Uh, clearly... The voters agree because, yeah, uh, you know, spoiler alert, we ain't going to see any more Mega Man, but he did make it to the top 10
1: with Mega Man 2. Very cool. Good for you, Mega Man, who originally started life as Rock Man. Was yeah, that, you know what? That's what I find very interesting is going back and just understanding the history, how things came about with the video games. I love looking at and watching video game documentaries, you know, the behind oh, yeah. the scenes. How did it come about? What's the story behind it? things like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Unpaid plug. I like the video game historian on YouTube. Oh, he does a great job of stuff like that. I remember not too long ago he posted a video about the Mega Man games as they reported to the Commodore and like how that happened. Oh, and, okay. And that, so it's kind of, it's all very fascinating to me as well.
1: Yeah. I, I remember G4 TV. Oh, yeah. And, you know, every time they would have like a half an hour or, you know, how the game was made or how what. I would just drool over watching that <laughs> stuff. Just to... I love it too. Coming in at number nine is Tecmo Bold. Bowl. It's the, the football game. It's the original football game. Possibly? Yeah, kind, of. kind of. They had 10-yard yeah. fight before it. Oh, okay. But big one.
0: fight felt more, almost like an Atari 2600 game. I mean,
1: I still like 10-yard fight, but this was a definitely a more complete experience. hmm Yeah. I remember I, again, not a big sports game guy, so I didn't play much of it, but my friends had it, so they would play a lot of it when I'd be over there, and they were brothers, so I'm assuming probably you and Jason were, if you guys had this, you guys were probably fighting it, you know, <laughs> you know against each other. It's kind of funny because this is, Jason
0: is in his high school years. Oh, okay. And so this is the weird divide for me and Jason. Like, video games grabbed a hold of me. Mm. But Jason just dabbles. Like, he was, like, okay. too busy listening to REO Speedwagon and, like, buying a leather mm. jacket, you know, at the time. I do it was. Like, he dabbles in video games, but Nintendo was definitely my thing. This is, okay. this is a weird sliver Because Jason mm. and I five years apart But yeah. he, I think he did play a little tech mobile I know my cousin had it when we got back from Germany And that's when I really experienced it And then man dude You know me, I'm an Auburn guy So I play as the Raiders so I can be Bo Jackson And video game, Bo Jackson's the most powerful character ever created But man, you get Bo Jackson And Marcus Allen in your backfield And then when you're on defense You can select and be Howie Long mm. So like, the Raiders are like unstoppable In that game, yeah, but yeah. I play them. Everybody says you play the Raiders, you cheat, and I'm like, I went to Auburn, man. I'm going to be Bo Jackson. Going to be there. <laughs> the gra- I mean, the crazy thing about Bo Jackson, anybody who's played Techno Bowl knows, is you know you pick your play you're up in A or down yep. and B or whatever, and the defense picks a play and if they match yours. You ain't going nowhere, yeah, right. But the yeah, beautiful part is, chance. even if they pick your play, even if the defense picks your play, and you're halfway decent at playing this game, and you pitch the ball to Bo Jackson, you're probably still going to make yardage. <laughs> That's how powerful he was. All right, enough about that. Let's get into number eight. And uh, sometimes you gotta play video games to get away from the real world, Pat, because life mm-hmm. is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, okay. Because number eight is DuckTales. woo <laughs> Ducktales on the NES pad. That's a Capcom classic, Stone Cold. It's been remastered. I bought the remaster on PS3. That was a lot of fun. I had it did you on dabble uh, Steam. Dabble in Ducktales.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Back then, I did dabble in the Ducktales, and I also dabbled. I have it on Steam. You know, it's one of those fun games that were, again, some side-scrolling games that just for fun. I was a cartoony kind of guy, so I liked watching The Ducktales. This was one of those games that I really enjoyed, and so uh, liked to play because I liked Ducktales. I
0: mean, the best part is that you might solve a mystery. Maybe. Might My rewrite
1: history. history. Yeah. Ducktales. Ooh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. I mean, Capcom just had a real. Re- reputation for good I mean they're the Mega Man people like they yeah yeah they kind of perfected that platform
1: and that's what you have to do yeah definitely uh, Capcom was at the top of their game during this time coming in at number seven is a space fantasy kind of a game a fun game mm-hmm. it is Metroid Metroid what a fun game uh, again another side scroller but I think what had it for me in playing this game is the somewhat RPG ish kind of feel to it you would kind of run around and finding different things to kind of boost yourself up uh mm-hmm. and just kind of knowing where things were laid out the maze kind of a mm-hmm. feel that this game had and I think like you said it would be a fun a fun game to play with friends because they could help you remember where certain yeah. things were with Metroid. Yeah, this was, this game was
0: all about exploration. I think one of the just biggest memory stamps of it is if you remember back in the day, it was the big reveal at the end that Metroid, or mm-hmm. Samus, was a girl. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. what? It was a girl the whole time? In fact, I think if you put in, I think it's called the Jason, Justin Bailey code. I think it's Justin Bailey if you put in Justin Bailey as your safe code, you play as her in the because she's revealed at the end. The suit goes away and she's basically wearing a bikini because it was the eighties. I think the Justin Bailey code allows you to play her in the bikini through the whole thing. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Any reason why that that name is picked? Or I think he was one of the developers or something uh, like that. Okay. I the, yeah, but yeah, I just remember being like, "What is a girl? What?" And like. Yeah. So a lot of people say Laura Croft is the first lady of gaming. it's really Sam. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of other female characters on the NES. But like to like be the star of the because, I mean, there's Princess Peach and all that stuff.
1: Sure. Be the star.
0: So, but yeah, being a girl was a big thing. But yeah, you're right. The, The whole sort of exploration, you have to you have to start memorizing these maps and yeah there's oh, places man. you couldn't reach and like you said you finally develop an ability oh i can now i can finally reach that one spot now where was that
1: yeah yes <laughs> exactly that was the-
0: <laughs> oh yeah man metro well folks we're gonna come in at number six and i think some of you might be surprised that that it's not higher on the list but i tell you we our top five is a killer top five and you'll agree when we get there but i'm surprised a little bit this one didn't crack top five it came close but it came at number six and it's super mario brothers Our brothers, Pat, another pack-in game, mm-hmm. but wow, what an experience! You know, it's all about finding like secrets to me. Like it's yeah. all about finding
1: those secrets, all finding the yep, how to warp or just yeah. go and find different things in this. And just this was another good, you know, overnight. Hey, we're sleepover time. Mm-hmm. You're up all night playing play this game with your buddies, and just who can get the furthest, and then once you gave up or you got tired okay tag in another person tags in and they start playing the game <laughs> let's see if we can beat it all the way through without <laughs> any warps
0: that was oh my gosh Pat 35 years ago is that right somewhere in there and I still remember that if you want to get the 99 lives you got to do that on I think it's 3-3 and you got to jump on the turtle that's coming down the steps at the end of the level and oh, hit him just oh, perfect yeah, yeah, so you bounce yeah, on yeah, yeah 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 so, just, so it's good no for so yep. just keep hitting that. Yeah. I remember that. I still remember the first time that I saw a warp zone like to me this is the game that said up until this point I always played like arcade games and stuff which was straightforward like this is the first game that said to me there's secrets in here. You know that's mm, why I associate Easter yeah, eggs kind like, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like just blown away by that. And another thing I remember about it is it was the co- it was the common game because it was packed in like it was packed in from day one like <laughs> like in a dinner. like everybody had it right so mm-hmm. sometimes especially if you didn't have a lot of money it was your only game for a long time so you'd start finding like new ways to make it fresh and I remember me and my friends did this challenge to see how many levels we could beat with our toes. And I remember, <laughs> I remember being the first guy to beat level one with my toes and just be like <laughs> so freaking proud. Like I was a hero at school. like, Jared, yeah. beat level one with his toes. toes you know. Let's it's see like, your toes. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> like get your toes on the controller. And you're like, ah. these days i cramp up like two seconds. <laughs> ah, oh, I got to cramp. <laughs> uh,
1: Good marketing on Nintendo's part to say, hey, get this console we're gonna throw in this game with you oh gosh and like well, you said you know so you wouldn't get any other games because you had that and duck hunt.
0: yeah that's a solid packing you know or if you were really classy and you got the little bit larger one that came with track and field oh yeah. yeah and then like one of the older ones which a buddy of mine had it was like mario i'll say it was mario duck hunt and gyro because it came with rob the robot mm. something okay. like that yeah Anyway, Gyro might ain't making the list. (laughs) Neither is Track and Field.
1: Track and Field was a tough one, though. Yeah. But anyway, it's time to crack the top five, Pat. Coming in at the number five spot, we're at number five. We're five away from finding out what is number one. But before we can do that, here's what's number five. And picture this, a real misty night. It's getting foggy. Ooh, is that a... What is that I hear? Is that a wolf I hear? A werewolf? I'm getting scared. There's wolves around me everywhere. Man, I wish I had a whip. Maybe I can find some refuge in that castle ahead. Let's go ahead and find out what's in Castlevania. Pennsylvania, Ooh, another good side scrolling game mm. that I could get into because, you know, it got that fantasy vibe. It's got, you know, you build the guy up and another place of, well, I can't get to this place until I get a little more experience. Then I can go back to that place and get in. Uh, I, that's what I liked. That, that made you think about where you had to go and what you had to get and then remembering. Where you had to get back to to get to that spot, <laughs>
0: I think you're thinking of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which is absolutely true. The original Castlevania on S, that was just a straight up ball buster.
1: <laughs> well, that, well, yeah, it was tough, but I just re- I just remember trying to the, the mapping of it too was a little. They did have that like overall map and I and that you followed and
0: but yeah, man, hidden pork chops and walls, you know, yeah, yeah, and uh, it's just what I like about it is the clear love for the universal monster movies you know they brought in frankenstein dracula the mummy mm. the developers over there in japan were like clearly watching these american universal monster movies and just riffing on it and like let's just make it no pun intended bad <laughs> crazy game. <laughs> around this. so i am a huge castlevania fan to this day the first three were on the nes all very challenging for the most part. 2 is kind of an oddball. It's like, like Castlevania 2 and Legend
1: of Zelda 2 are both yeah. oddballs. One of the oddball things, but still, I remember that game too. Yeah, still good games both or all. Quest.
0: Yeah, Simon's
1: Quest. Yeah,
0: I love this Castlevania. But it's time to move on. We got to get into the top four now. Coming in at number four, Pat. Again, these just keep on being amazing classics. Number four, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. yes sir how many hours have we all spent playing mike tyson's punch out and then when the rights deal ended up ending between mike tyson and nintendo they just rebranded it punch out and i think he mm-hmm. fought mr dream instead of tyson in the end. but it was, it, 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 we all know we know who it was we yeah. all know about five mike tyson mike tyson's punch out man i wish i could
1: beat mike tyson <laughs>
0: yeah you write a song about it i think you can uh <laughs> <laughs> but man, I know I played a lot of, of Mike Tyson's Punch Out back in the day, and I like how like it's you know it's a boxing game and a sports game, but
1: really it's a like a rhythm game. Yes. More than yeah, I would say that definitely a, a rhythm game and a timing rhythm yeah. a timing game. Like what a cool idea! What a cool design to sort of take boxing and make it accessible to anybody who's willing to put in the time to figure out the patterns, really, yeah. you
0: know?
1: <laughs> yeah. yep. And each one had some sort of a special thing, the character that you were up against, you had to do certain things to, to figure out. It, yeah. I'm trying to remember if it's
0: Tyson himself, or if it's another one of them, but I still remember that one of the tricks was, there's a guy in the stands, in the audience, and when he takes a picture and his camera flashes, if hmm. you the, I think the start, to do the star punch, boom, you know? that tells you that's the time to do it oh okay i didn't know the guy in the stands takes a picture and i was like there's just so many neat little things mario as the referee
1: (laughs) yeah again that's a that's a game i remember to just friends had that one and so they'd sit around hey let's see how far we can go with punch out and play until you got beat and then the next person takes in to see what they can do and just fun yeah to me one of
0: my biggest memories around it is in my group of friends like it was a badge of honor of course to beat mike tyson i am the only guy in my group of friends i'm the only guy that i've ever known period although someone out there listening might be in my club i beat mike tyson with your feet by by decision oh by decision wow the fight ended and i thought it went to decision right and i thought Mm -hmm. there's no way the computer's gonna let me win like it was like winner is little mac and i was like what (laughs) that's a possibility
1: I wouldn't oh, did yeah. it had to do with anything like your your previous record? I don't know I I, I, the I, randomness
0: I, of it. To this day, I like I said I've never met anybody else who beat him by decision. Like I did, I was
1: completely flabbergasted. I was like, okay, sure. All right, we're getting into the meat and potatoes. Oh, top three. Top three. As we count them down, and uh, you said, Jared, you know, this top 10 is some good ones on here and somewhat expected ones. Mm -hmm. And with that coming in at number three is you all probably know this one A A B B B, -B whatever, you know, everybody knows the code. (laughs) It is Contra. Yeah, that code that you had to put in. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's get... up,
0: up, down, down, left, left. Yes. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, B-A, start. I think that's it. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: Somewhere in there. I'll somewhere, get it. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the infamous
0: code. Oh, everybody. man. I remember when my buddy Jason Vega told me about that code, and
1: I was like, that sure you can't Yeah, that me. can't happen. And then you're like, oh, I was like,
0: what? <laughs> 30 lives?
1: And you needed it. I mean, you needed it.
0: You (laughs) did. If you beat Contra without the code, God bless you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tough game, tough game, but fun game. Oh, yeah. I love the
0: fact that it's like clearly like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Rambo. Like Commando and Rambo versus aliens is what it is. (laughs) But they cleverly disguised
1: it. Yeah. Fun, fun.
0: Yeah. Konami, along with Capcom, I think Konami was the. Castlevania people as well, but Konami and Capcom, man, they didn't have no missteps back in the day. Gold. They, yeah. they put their pants on one leg at a time, but when they got the pants on...
1: Yeah, and put that cartridge in. Nothing but gold. <laughs>
0: gold. <laughs> Alright, Pac, speaking of gold and cartridges, what a segue. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, I think I know what you're talking about.
0: I think all our listeners do, or are even vaguely familiar with Nintendo. Coming in at number two. Probably my number one, Pat, but I don't begrudge the number one slot. Coming in at number two is The Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. I have returned to it many times over the years. I have beat it multiple
1: times. Yeah, oh, I love oh it. man, what a fun game! I love it. Fun game to play, and just another adventure game. So much to kind of figure out the secrets that are hidden. How you can do different things. I mean, I'm going back and and played it recently, and even before you hit the first dungeon, you can already kind of get a couple hearts and do all that if you know your way around the board now and know where Mm -hmm. all the hidden stuff is that you can kind of get yourself set up.
0: Oh man. I've seen these crazy cats on YouTube. You know, these guys that just dedicate time and effort to crazy stuff. I've seen these guys who like, don't even take the sword from the old man at the beginning. Oh, okay. And go get the master sword before they even do like the first dungeon. Like there's a way to do it using like just bombs and stuff. Like, um, I I don't know. It's crazy. It's great it's ludicrous
1: <laughs> yeah. and, you know and and the hidden thing about that too is if you use the word link, then you would go to the underworld right? you made that up no is that true, but <laughs> you didn't know that no <laughs> really I didn't know that. yeah it, it was it would it's the reverse map, oh man if you beat it with the name link, then it takes you oh i
0: I did know that there was a second playthrough where things were moved around that's what we're talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know but you, you had, had to be to Link use called the, Link.
1: You had your name on your save, had to be Link. Oh, okay. I didn't know but that. At least that's okay. what I remember, where, you know, it's it's such a long time. Oh, is that man. something you heard down the thing? But you know what's funny is I
0: would always name my character back in the day before, like, because you got to remember Legend of Zelda was like new and, and Link wasn't a household name yet. Mm-hmm. You can name your character whatever, right? Yeah, you name it Conan. Yeah. So I named mine Conan i thought it was like a conan kind of game okay, yeah okay. like the sword sorcery guy mm-hmm. so i called him conan which is really stupid now but uh we didn't know any better <laughs> no, you know no you didn't they give you the option name your yeah. character man again secrets galore Yeah, you know just crazy stuff that you would remember that like i mean it's one, all about time one too? part where like if you kept going left it was just the same screen over and over and over and over and over again you had to learn to like go like it was like some weird combination. You have to go like north, west, 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 south, west or whatever to get it to stop repeating. Oh, hey.
1: <laughs> the
0: same screen over. Oh, man. Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I love it. Again, I've beat it. All right, Pat, since you admitted to using the dial-up at your, you know, <laughs> yeah. at my first assignment in the Air Force. They, computer security was not nearly as good as it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded all my work computer. Nesticle. <laughs> yep, yep. And I got this ROM, and nope. I I beat it right there in my office as a second <laughs> lieutenant again. Uh, it probably has some sort of Chinese spyware in it. I'm probably responsible for like know, some terrible know. breach of security. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I downloaded it, played it, and beat it right there in my office
1: again. <laughs> no. Uh, your tax I don't feel that. so bad.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I remember... One of my first laptops in like 99 2000 era, mm-hmm. and you know, because I, I heard about Nesticle,
1: yeah, yeah and then I started the putting layers.
0: ROMs on Floppy. three and a half inch floppies. Mm-hmm. I had like all the old Nintendo games on these ROMs and yeah. was playing them bootlegging back in the day, kids,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. you know, it's I had a friend that uh he had a you know, I guess you could call it a, a hacked Nintendo, you put where the cartridge would go in put this in and it's a drive with Mm. a floppy drive and you can read it off the floppies oh man because basically you know back then it was just a cartridge yeah you know it could fit on a floppy. it's amazing how small those games are now i
0: saw a really funny meme and it was like this modern guy and he was building the best gaming computer possible it was like i got you know he had like terabytes of hard drive and this ram and like and then the first thing he's playing is Super Mario Bros. <laughs> it's like, he did all that to play an 8-bit Super retro game. Like, <laughs> I laughed at that because I'm a nerd too. Uh, oh, Pat, I think we've vamped for enough time. I yes. Number one, and I want to point out, you get to reveal it, Pat. But I want to point out before you reveal it, that in our scoring, the difference between Legend of Zelda at number two, and this game you're about to announce at number one, which I think some people have probably figured out, was a one point difference. Ooh, wow! Basically, in all our voting, one more person voted for what you're about to reveal to get it the number one spot.
1: Wow, I can't believe it is that close of a difference between number two and number one. And coming in at number one, the number one NES Nintendo Entertainment System voted on by viewers... People on the Twitter sphere, people everywhere, to the polls that were put out. Coming in at number one is Super Mario 3. Mario 3 That's oh cool. yeah that was a fun one you had a lot of different characters you had uh just different backgrounds and things that were coming in on that one was oh yeah. it's a game changer I think yeah it really
0: just kind of pushed the NES to its maximum as far as like just like you said the backgrounds were bolder and had a little more detail a little more yeah. it just something about it really popped yeah
1: yeah it, different like the, different it, than, it, than what we've seen before
0: yeah definitely uh, Mario Three was just an absolute game changer. It was sort of unveiled to the world in that movie, The Wizard, mm. with Fred Savage. Like that's they revealed the game at the end. Like this is the game you're going to play at the video game competition, and like the whole world had never seen Mario Three until it showed up in that movie. You know, oh, it was, like, I didn't know that. incredible marketing. And again, I, I, it's hard to get games in Germany, so I actually didn't see. I think Mario Three came out at the end of 89 beginning of 90 somewhere in there but we got home in the summer of 1990 home to the U.S. Mm-hmm. and we stayed with some of my cousins and they had it or, or they were renting the heck out of it from the rental store or something <laughs> and that's when I first experienced it, it was just like wow you know yeah. Mario 3 is so crazy you can get that boot, <laughs> you get the boot. I remember that and of course the tanuki suit with the raccoon tail oh yeah yeah yeah. oh my goodness oh yeah. my goodness just fun oh yeah I remember I beat it in high school, actually. I was homesick, and I beat it while I was homesick one day from high school, probably like 10th grade or so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The other big thing I remember about it, I mean, you and know, you you know, I might have talked about this before, I don't remember, or maybe it was on a Nostalgia Talk. I think it was on a Nostalgia Talk I did. But I definitely remember I bought a, a later generation Nintendo. So Mario 3 was the packing game.
1: Okay, it was the pack, okay.
0: So I was, yeah, I was probably in high school, probably about 16. And I bought one because they were on sale at, a, at our PX, for those mm-hmm. of you who shop on military bases. And I got home and I opened it up, and the packing game wasn't in there. Mario 3 was missing Mario was missing I think that was a game <laughs> but I and I remember saying to my dad oh the game's not here my dad was like well they got a customer service line you should call that and I was, this is like I'd never really done that before I was like expecting my dad to take care of it and he was like he's like no just call them and tell them what happened I was like there's no way you can call them; they're just gonna like give me a free game he's like call them and tell them what happened and see what happened so I call customer service and I said hey You know i bought this nintendo at the px at fort rucker and it didn't have a packing game and you know they asked some questions like what's the serial number on it so they could track for their sure quality controls or whatever and she's like yeah i'll get you a new new cartridge will be out in the mail look for it a couple weeks because this was the night yeah shipping was a little slower a couple weeks later r3 showed up and i was like wow Wow, (laughs) Oh, i should have called back and started asking for more games apparently (laughs) but yeah so anyway that's my mario oh, 3 story man i were you were you messing with it a lot or was it another one of those like because it's it's more of a platformer or you just kind of dabble well
1: no, I, I did dabble in the mario side of it so uh you know because it came with it right so Especially I, the, like those later versions yeah. yeah still tough still tough for me for platforming yeah. I just don't have that good hand-eye coordination, you know, when to stop, whether I fall off, or I <laughs> miss jump, or do something like this. This is like, why I let argh! Delvin,
0: Delvin for the most part, take care of this. Guys, I, fact, I saw. It. I think I saw Delvin beat Mario the Lost Levels. I'm going to give you a little Ooh. Mario history real quick, okay. about uh. Lost Levels. Because what happened was, in Japan, they came out with Mario 2. And it was noticeably harder in fact i think it said on the box like for expert players it was Mm. noticeably harder than the original super mario brothers and then they tried to port it to like america and they're like nah man americans ain't having this is like too hard so that's why they took a game called doki doki panic and kind of gave it a facelift a mario facelift and that's what we knew as mario 2. oh mario madness like that was a game in japan called doki doki panic because they were like, this game is just too dang hard for the American market. <laughs> and later on, they released it on the Super Nintendo and they called it Mario's Lost Levels. But what it was that. Yep. It was Mario 2 in Japan. It's really hard. Basically, it's a really hard version of Mario 1. And I sw- <laughs> and once again, Dalvin came over. We knuckled down. I think he beat that sucker. <laughs> <sighs> oh. oh, but yeah, that's... Then Mario 3 came out. And then I think, yeah, Mario 3 was kind of like, I could see why it's number one it's so definitively nes you know it's Mm -hmm. mario and it's it's mario and his most colorful and and just there's so much like you said different suits you can wear and uh, yeah it's just mario was already a thing and then that was like the thing that pushed it Mm -hmm. pushed it real Oh, man. So thanks, everybody, for taking this trip with us down memory lane for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Pat, I got to ask you, did you have some games that you that didn't make the top 20 that kind of pop in your mind when you think about the NES,
1: you know, before we go? Faxanadu. Faxanadu. I remember that game. It was another, it's another, but that was a side-scrolling kind of a... RPG kind of game, Fact do. I like Just that. Just
0: for your information, since I was tracking all these numbers and
1: the votes and scores,
0: it came in at number
1: thirty-eight. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> some good love for that. I remember playing that game a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember
0: playing a lot of Bionic Commando, which is another I remember, Capcom game. I remember that game? And that one came in at thirty-four. You and I have podcasts about Batman on the NES. Yes. That one came in at 24. That was a good one. Got a lot of votes. I was a big fan of Life Force, which you could also use the Konami code on as more of a, a shoot 'em up type mm, of game. Okay. Came in at 42. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of good stuff on the NES. So if you listen to this episode and you enjoyed this sort of extended version of Nostalgia Talk, <laughs> we'd love <laughs> to hear from you. What were some of your favorite games that didn't make the yeah, list? definitely. You know, again, these are just basically voted on social media, so it's just for fun.
1: Don't get upset if your game wasn't. Let's just tell us what it was, and we'll be happy to reminisce with you about it. Tell us, yeah. Tell us what it was. I want to hear more stories. How would you play with it? What would you play with your friends? Yeah. Would you guys do all-nighters like we did? Go down to the 7-Eleven, the PDQ, as we call it here. You know, that convenience store. either got cans of soda, or you had the two liters of soda. (laughs) bunch of chips and all that and just yeah oh man right there with your sleeping bags in front of the tv at night remember when you <laughs> you could rent these you could yeah. go to the video store and rent the machine and then rent the game and just have some fun what are, what are your stories around this let us know and if you're one of these younger people that didn't grow up
0: with the nes certainly if you're a gamer You know, you've probably played some of these or at least looked at them on Reputation alone. So which one's kind of, you know, caught your ear on this episode? Just we want to hear everybody's stories, regardless of whether you're our age or maybe younger. Let us know. There's there's a
1: game system nowadays for everybody that, you know, what was your first game system? Let us know.
0: Well, Pat, this has been
1: another awesome countdown episode. Oh yes, definitely. Always fun doing these countdown episodes. Gets you primed up for the new year. Yeah. Speaking of which,
0: another year down. Twenty twenty three is all done. Mm. Uh, What a year we've had here at LBC. Thank you to everybody who supported us. Thank you to
1: people who listen, Crusaders Club members. Members. Yep. Listeners Uh, on the podcasting devices out there. Listeners on the YouTube. Thank uh you for liking and subscribing.
0: Yeah, you guys, we're just constantly kind of trying to grow this just because we want to grow the family and the fun. And, you know, speaking of the family, big shout-outs to all the all the hosts on the network that are, aren't here. Well, they're here. They're partying. I can yeah. see them. <laughs> Not on the mics. Joe's on the ones and twos over there and all yeah, that. Yeah. But, yeah, man, LBC crew, LBC extended family, you guys, man, you guys make it yeah. fun. So,
1: Thank you again for, for an amazing year. Year seven is down, jerk. We're, we're moving on to year eight.
0: Oh, my goodness. Year eight of the Longbox Crusade is headed your way in 2024. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Me neither. Well, the clock on the wall says it's time to start counting down, Pat. Oh, let's okay. get to the new year. Let me get my drink just one more. There you go. All right, Got I'm a ready. Drink. Yep. Have a party favor and let's get into 2024. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five,
1: four, three, two,
0: one. Happy, Happy New Year! year! Woo! We did it at
1: another oh, New Year. Oh, man.
0: Oh, uh, I love the countdown episode.
1: Oh, man. It's such a good time.
0: Hey, good, uh, good to see you. Okay, get back down. Back in the Get, back get in the basement. Back. Get back down. Yep. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Happy Ooh, New Year, everybody. Man. Thanks again for all your support. I hope you enjoyed this countdown. If you have a recommendation for a countdown next year, let us know. We might just use it. Who knows? We're always looking for something fun to countdown at new years. There's nothing more fun than the old school NES, so thanks for being here with us. Yeah, thank
1: you everybody for listening, and we will see you all in the new year.
0: Which is happening right now. Right now? What?
1: Imagine right that. now. Okay, well, maybe in a little bit after we've done... <laughs> All and someone's got to clean up there's still some christmas lights up here uh, nobody help me with these decorations i gotta get ready for some other things The new year gotta plan out the whole new year gotta get these decorations down so i'm gonna jared i thought i'm gonna go round up everybody see if they can help me start cleaning up jared jared clinton
2: local. <laughs>